This morning's reflection is about wise effort, usually uh, translated from the Pali as right effort. And I like to call it balanced effort. What qualities of mind and heart keep us bound and suffering? What qualities of mind and heart set us free? The word uh, for energy in Pali is virya. And it's so intimately connected to the effort involved in practicing. Virya is the mental effort, the energy that's present in every single moment of mental activity. And in relationship to our practice, the mental energy that's present in every single moment of a focused attention, concentration, mindful awareness, and exploration or investigation. As I know many of you have tasted at times, there's a kind of courageous and balanced effort that we're called upon to make in our practice. A very important component of wise effort is relaxation. True relaxation has nothing to do with lethargy or, or with laziness. <clears throat> it's an alert ease in body and mind. Wise effort manifests with a bright, relaxed effort. Making an effort in your practice with these qualities of mind and heart and body keeping them in the forefront. The about-to-be Buddha, his tremendous determination and energy, and the flow of his what's called effortless effort that night under the bow tree meant that there was just enough effort, just enough energy, being made, expended, in just the right way. Just enough energy being expended, absolutely balanced in the right way. And although each one of us knows that energy and effort are essential factors for our practice, it's really shown to us directly and clearly in in an intimate way, especially during times of intensive retreat practice. It's shown to us that a great dedication, enthusiasm, and a balanced exertion and wholehearted endeavor is really needed to truly engage in this process of awakening. If anyone ever told us that one just kind of floats through it and 
reaches the other shore without expending much energy and effort. That it's all really easy. (laughs) We can be sure that they weren't speaking from experience. Or that for some odd reason they weren't telling us the truth. So an important and really crucial aspect of our practice is learning how to make a wholehearted effort in the right way. It's kind of like tuning a guitar. As practice develops and blossoms and matures, we learn to recognize more and more clearly the quality of the effort that we're putting into our practice. Are we trying too hard? Are we over-efforting? Tightening and tensing with the effort we're giving to practice? Or are we just too laid back, lethargic, maybe misunderstanding what a relaxed energy and attitude and effort means in relationship with practice? And consequently experiencing a sinking body, sinking mind and heart, all too often in our practice. We need to regularly tune up. Tune up the quality and the attitudinal approach of the effort that we practice with. Just like a musician, even the most accomplished musician has to tune their instrument regularly. We need to tune up as well, regularly. And like a guitar player, for instance, if the strings are too tight, they break. If they're too loose, they don't have any tone and the music can't be played. As our ear, so to say, is honed, we're able to more and more clearly notice when there's even just a subtle imbalance of effort attitudinally or energetically happening with our practice. And so we tune up subtly as needed in order to play the beautiful music of our practice. And this goes on all through the years of our practice. Dharma teacher, colleague, and friend Gina Sharp says this about wise effort. By this effort, we do not seek to improve ourselves. Rather, we open our minds to understanding the qualities of heart that keep us bound in suffering and those that set us free. This is a radical shift that requires profound kindness and compassion, says Gina. So we could say that we pay attention to understand, not to judge. If we hold the view that Dhamma practice is about improving ourselves, we'll then be making effort by judging whether or not we're making progress. Wise effort in our practice is towards learning 
how suffering and how happiness happen. In order to make this shift, many of us need to work, or we could say to practice, towards the ability to accept ourselves just as we are. Acceptance of the body, mind, and heart, just as it is in any given moment. And this isn't an attitude of dropping into complacency. Practicing or working with ourselves in this way is not actually about improving the self, but it's rather about, we could say, preparing the self to actually be able to make the shift away from getting better to getting more free. And actually, just in learning to accept the self, we're starting to become free of the so-called self. The shift is a crucial aspect of our path of practice. A question you might ask yourself now and then that I think can be quite helpful is, am I trying to get better in this moment? Or am I practicing to understand. What qualities of heart and mind keep us bound and suffering? What qualities of heart and mind set us free? <clears throat> 